Welcome to season two of the Lipedema podcast hosted by Shell and Tiana. Our aim is to make noise around lipedema and educate as many people as we can about this disease. Our guest list contains professionals who work in the field and women who live with lipedema. Thank you for joining us. Stay is an occupational therapist who has worked for Medi Australia for the past 15 months and as an OT in both public hospitals and community clinics for the past 20 years. She is always keen to enable clients to achieve their best functional capacity. Working for Medi, she is passionate about educating clinicians and clients about the benefits of compression and enabling the clinical skills in compression prescription. Medi, now a global company, first started in Germany in the 1950s. Medi fabricate compression stockings and garments for circulatory and lymphatic conditions and also manufacture orthopaedic braces and supports for orthopaedic conditions. Welcome back to the Lipedema podcast. We are your host, Shell. And Tiana. And today we are joined by Medi Australia's Lisa Stay. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's a, it's a real privilege. It's our pleasure. <laughs> so we're going to start, Lisa. Would you be able to give us a brief history about Medi? Oh, yeah. So it's 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 interesting, actually. Um, it's uh, so Medi now is a global company uh, in many countries of the world. Started in Germany in 1951 uh, by a gentleman called Wolfgang Weiermuller. He brought uh, two um, looms and uh, knitting machines across the border and started in a little town called Bayreuth. And by those two machines then started, uh, he had skills in um, knitting and corsetry and those sorts of things. And then he uh, started developing um, medical stockings and that kind of thing. So, yeah, it was, it's from very humble beginnings uh, to now this amazing uh, global company offering medical devices and compression garments to many, many, many people around the world. It's pretty cool. That is really cool. <laughs> Yeah. And so, what so uh, was he already in the field? Like, was he already in the medical field in some so, way to know about compression? Well, so my understanding was that his family had uh, developed the skills, or had, like he was um, understood hosiery and corsetry um, in a family business previously, um, and then and then started off on his his own thing. Uh, it was with his cousin. Yeah, with his cousin. Okay. So very humble beginnings, but now this amazing company. And so um, now, yeah, like I said, offered in many countries of the world, but also uh, built on fantastic clinical research background um, and, yeah, so offering help to many, many people. And how long have they been in Australia? Yeah, so many has had a presence in Australia um, with some of its products being offered in, in other companies, but we've had a presence in Australia for about 30 years. But uh, it's become Medi Australia 
in the last six years. So we're headed up by um, our Managing Director, Alex Carver, and so we've got a team in Sydney, <coughs> me in Queensland. Um, and, yeah, so we've... we've um, been really, I guess, formed as a company here in Australia for about the last six years. That is awesome. So you did mm. mention that you do more than compression, but we are just going to focus on compression yeah. because that is that is our thing. It is, yeah. <laughs> so what is the research behind compression for lipedema? Like why does everyone tell us to wear compression? Mm. Why is it so good for us? The exact answer for um, how compression works for lipedema is a little bit unknown. Um, we do believe that there is some relationship with the removal of lymphatic um, fluid from around the tissues um, and uh, that definitely aids with pain and um, discomfort and feel, limbs feeling heavy and those sorts of things. Um, so there seems to be, in the latest research, there seems to be some relationship between um, the lymphatics and um, the uh, buildup of inflammatory tissue and those sorts of things. And compression aids with the removal of that. Yeah. Great. And so when we think... Um, so if we're putting on normal compression, like sports compression, uh, that is just one standard uh, type of compression. But if I'm not mistaken, for lipedema and lymphedema, we need a graduated approach. So it's a little bit different than buying an off-the-shelf type compression garment. Sure. Yeah. So I had a bit of a think about all the different terms, actually, um, uh, I could think of that go in and around compression. There's There are many, many terms that probably listeners hear. So off the shelf, ready to wear, um, flat knit, round knit, graduated. Um, and I did compile a little bit of a glossary of terms in preparation for tonight because there's it can be quite confusing, I agree. Um, so you're absolutely right that the kind of compression that is best for um, people with lipedema is graduated compression. So that means that 100% that of the pressure that the compression garment puts into the limb is, or puts, supports the limb with is provided uh, at the furthest point away from the body. So it's usually, say, the ankle uh, when we're talking about legs. Uh, and then it's graduated, so it gets a little bit less and a little bit less and a little bit less as, as we move up the limb. And the reason for that is fairly simple. Uh, it's to aid the flow of fluid. So our body's made up of a whole lot of different fluids. Uh, it's to aid the, the flow of fluid back towards um, the body. Yeah. So there's, there are other, um, there's many other kinds of compression, I guess. Um, perhaps if I speak a little bit about uh, the different types that, or the, some of the other types of terms that we hear a lot of, would that, would that help, do you think? Um, so we talked a little bit about off-the-shelf 
Um, and so we hear that term quite regularly or um, ready to wear kind of compression. Uh, and that's that's great. That's um, there. Those garments will provide uh, often graduated compression as well. However, what happens is um, they are meant for a fairly standard sized limb. Uh, so um, one that uh, for a limb that doesn't have a great difference in proportion, maybe perhaps doesn't have um, cuffs or uh, deviations or any of those kinds of things. Um, and so it's, it's a bit of a one size fits all kind of approach with an off the shelf or a ready to wear garment. Uh, and that's not necessarily how we all are. So the other option for compression garments is what we call made to measure. Uh, and that is where you um, go to somebody who is experienced uh, in measuring compression garments and they measure a garment specifically for you in a very specific way. So we uh, have some standardized points where the measurements get taken and then those measurements get taken, they get sent off to Germany, fabricated in Germany, and then sent back to us here. Uh, and that would be in a, in a uh, graduated way, in a graduated fashion, um, measured specifically for your body. Yeah, so that just got me thinking when you, you're you explaining the sort of difference to a ready-to-wear and a, and a made-to-measure that when you said that the ready-to-wear is for standard sizes, when you're talking mm. about um, the community with lipedema and the community with lymphedema, most of the time when you get through the stages of those conditions, they are not standard-sized um, limbs that you're dealing with. So... Yeah. I guess it pushes us more towards the made-to-measure garments. Yeah, indeed. Uh, and there are other benefits to made-to-measure garments. So particularly if um, you're looking at a medi garment, we have a, an incredible array of colours and designs as well. Um, so I, I, I thought I uh, would talk about this a little bit later, but we're here now so um, you can have colors such as black anthracite caramel and cashmere and sand or you can have colors such as sage magenta raspberry uh, navy or, or um, chestnut <laughs> uh, so you can have um, uh, designs design features woven into the garment, they're fairly standard design features woven into the garment. You can have Swarovski crystals woven into the garment or, or heat pressed into the garment. So um, yeah, if fashion is your thing, uh, compression garments, there is there are fairly few limits. Um, the other thing about made to measure garments though, uh, aside from the fashionistas uh, is that you can also have elements or some design features um, added to the garment that are important for your condition. So, uh, for instance, linings in the right places, functional zones in the right places, um, 
uh, different waistbands, different le uh, leg attachments, um, those kinds of things. And as we all know, compression garments are not always super easy to get on and off. Um, so there are other features that we can do or we can look at, particularly if folks are having uh, particular struggles getting the garments on and off in terms of the design features. So uh, perhaps doing a short leg garment, which is overlaid with a capri pant, those sorts of things. Um, so the aim is to enable people to be able to get them on and off, um, to don and doff, we call it in the business. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so there's, there are many different styles and designs that we can use to achieve that. Oh, that is awesome. And as Tiana said, like our bodies are disproportionate. So trying to get something off the rack, like you could end up not liking compression at all because you've tried things off the rack compression you've been through so many different ones but trying to get and I had someone say the other day that they just can't get a pair to go over their saddlebags and I'm like well that's where you need to get made to measure so that it can fit your body and it can help your body yeah yeah that's absolutely true I have seen and um my practicing life as an OT I, I've seen so many sad cases i i have to say of of folks who have um been perhaps chosen themselves or been prescribed or or recommended um the wrong compression garments or perhaps the uh, not quite the right style of compression garments or perhaps not quite the right fabric uh of compression um which has uh, caused real problems for them uh, so it's you know um, issues of uh, rubbing and wearing and pressure areas and um, creases behind the knee at the ankle those sorts of things uh, and then of, of course it also adds to the element of oh I'm never going to wear compression ever again <laughs> um, and that's that's a shame because I also hear and see of the great benefits. Um, and we hear again through the research and literature that, that um, the benefits of compression are in and around quality of life. So reduction of pain, um, reduction of that, that ouch response um, of, of um, light palpation, you know, like light touch and those sorts of things. Um, the reduction of the limbs feeling heavy and, um, uh, yeah, lethargic kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I do see the benefits of it as well. If I could speak just briefly on that note about uh, fabric, because that's the other thing that's a really important uh, choice uh, in terms of of compression garments. So um, often our ready to wear or off the shelf garments are made out of a circular knit um, fabric. And so a circular knit, we call it a circular knit because it's made on a circular loom. And um, so it's continuous, uh, it gains its compression because of the tightness of the stitches and the elasticity of the fabric, of the, of the um, 
the yeah the fabric so um the issue with uh circular neck garments is that they are that just that quite elastic and so the best way i can describe that uh, in terms of how it feels on your limb or how it feels on your skin is that it's constantly drawing in to the skin or into the centre of the limb. So it's constantly sort of drawing in, drawing in, drawing in. And that kind of fabric will then try and find the smallest circumference on your limb. And uh, so then it will often draw in closer to places where there is a crease or a cuff or something like that. And that's where we see, um, yeah, people who are, are perhaps, ha yeah, have perhaps not the right compression garment if they're in a circular knit. The other type of fabric is a flat knit. Uh, and so it's made, as the name suggests, on a flat loom. Uh, and um, it's a coarser fabric in some ways, but it's stronger and stiffer so we talk about these fabrics as having greater wall stability and they tend to glide over the skin and glide over um, areas of um, cuffing or, or um, creases much better and much much more comfortably and so I see a lot of ladies who will look at a flat knit fabric and think oh my goodness, that looks um, strong and stiff and heavier and more difficult and perhaps hotter and all of those things. And actually what we, what we hear in response is that it's generally the opposite to that. It makes, it enables the limb to feel a little bit lighter. Uh, it glides over the skin a little bit easier. It doesn't draw in um to the creases and and cuffs and um fits and is more comfortable so that's just something to be yeah, aware Lisa. of yeah um look i second that and you know as a wearer so i've gone through numerous compression garments since i've been diagnosed with lipedema and honestly i didn't go down the flat knit route um straight away because i was concerned about the cost and not knowing who to go to and not having those connections um that I do now and I did find that the like the garments that I chose initially that circular knit kind of makes you feel like snatched like the as you said it just continuously draws you in and draws you in and everything and like for you know for a stage one or two that might not be too bad but when you start progressing through the stages that might be incredibly uncomfortable especially if you do experience cuffing but um, when I first got my Medi garments, um, the fabric felt so dense and I was concerned about the heat, especially, you know, both Shell and I live in Queensland. Um, Shell lives at the beach. Uh, so having, <laughs> yeah, thinking about wearing such a heavy garment every day as well was quite intimidating. And when I actually compare the wearability of all of my various garments, I have to say that my flat knits are the most, the coolest, as in temperature wise. And when you said the flat knit sort of glides over your skin, I really do feel that they're actually much more comfortable to wear because they, they just feel like they're 
on the skin rather than pushing against the skin. Um, so I guess as a wearer, I can second those comments if that's helpful to our community, um, that it's coming from the experts that, you know, make them as well as somebody who, who actually has to wear them every day. Pleased to hear that. Yeah, and no, I can yeah. ditto onto that as well because, like, my other garments all, like, the backs of my knees, it all creases in there, and but my made-to-measure garment doesn't do that. It just glides over the back of my knee and doesn't make all that lymph fluid pull at the back of my knee. And I'm a teacher, so I'm on my feet all day and I'm out on playground duty and I'll say to Tiana on the weekend, I'm like, I save my medis for, for days that I've got duties at school because I'm not wearing anything else. <laughs> they are my favourites. They, Yeah, they are the best ones. Awesome. I'm so pleased to hear that. Um, yeah. So I just want to, can I go back just a bit? Mm. Uh, yes. Because you mentioned your background as an OT. Sure. Sorry, is that where you learnt about lipedema? So I've, um, I personally have had quite a range of opportunities as an OT, uh, but have, I guess, probably I think the way I've explained it many times now is that compression and... and um, so I will say patients because I, I've worked in public hospital system for some time and then also um, community, I've uh, worked for quite a while in a community setting as well. Uh, and so people with compression needs, and so that might be venous compression, lymphedema compression or lipedema compression, have kept uh, coming up. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I guess I've just kept meeting this need many times throughout my career. Um, and so I guess it's kept, it's kept on finding me, <laughs> uh, so to speak, <laughs> uh, so which has been a lovely thing. Yeah. Mm. Were you educated about lipedema when you were studying to be an OD? Uh, yeah. So how did you so find out about lipedema? Lipedema, I actually um, did a lymphedema course, so I'm a accredited lymphedema therapist as well, uh, and it was in that teaching and in that course, so um, that's after, I've, after I'd graduated as an OT, um, a few years ago actually uh, decided that because this uh, need kept coming up for me to be able to to um, assist patients uh, more freely and more ably, uh, I went and did some more education in this area. So yeah, that's how it came up. Uh, and I, I guess in that course and in that learning and teaching, I started to, to understand the difference between the two and, and actually understand um, the two different diagnoses. In, through that. Yeah. That's quite a nice transition from your like working in a clinical setting and um, and noticing a need, especially with um, all of these presenting complaints, needing and being supported by compression garments to then working for a company, but but having your skill set. I think I'm not sure if um other you know garment companies have clinicians of 
of this sort to be able to assist them. But yeah. it's quite lovely. It is quite lovely. I am very fortunate. Uh, it's um, it's a great role. So, uh, yes, my role now more specifically is assisting other clinicians and other therapists in um, how to learn how to measure correctly. Um, and then there's always um, lots of sort of clinical questions about um, style of garment, um, type of compression, you know, all of those sorts of things. So, um, yeah, there's sort of part of my role now is around individual one-on-one -on -one support, which is great and wonderful, and uh, and then more uh, uh, workshops and um, formal uh, education sort of settings that we put on through Medi for clinicians, yeah. So... Yeah, good. that's good because the it's more clinicians spot. we have that know about the products that are required, the easier mm. we can access them because mm. I've got to say the, the compression mark is very confusing when you're first starting. Um, so, and even yes. when, you know, I was brought to the Medi page and looking at all of the offerings that you have, I was like, well, which one's suitable for me? Uh, and so yes. having those those people that come and measure you and being able to talk to them about, you know, yeah. what, what might be best is probably it's invaluable, to be honest. Yeah, it is. Um, speaking of which, um, can you talk through the process involved in, in getting made-to-measure garments? Ah, sure, yeah, for sure. So I guess you need to find a clinician. Um, so generally the people who uh, uh, assist with that are occupational therapists, physiotherapists, some nursing stuff. So... Uh, and I would also probably look for like ALA training, those sorts of things, because there's uh, an understanding of lymphatics and that sort of that sort of thing. Uh, we have, um, if I guess people are interested in being measured, uh, it's probably worth being in touch. I can um, put people in touch with um, clinicians who we know are um, able to do that in different areas of the country. Um, then what happens is you have fairly detailed measurements. I don't know how you ladies felt about the measurements that happened when you got measured for your, for your uh, made-to-measure platinets. <laughs> uh, they're a fairly detailed uh, set of measurements, um, circumferences, lengths, uh, all the way up your leg, uh, and then as I mentioned before, you can talk about different styles, different um, accessories and added features if they're required. They go to our head office in Sydney, get checked over, sent to Germany, and then they fabricate, the garments are fabricated in Germany and then sent back to us here in Australia. So that whole process, uh, it's fairly complex as it is, uh, actually only takes about 14 days door-to-door, -door, um, which is pretty awesome, actually. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's a pretty streamlined process once we get the garment measures. Yeah, that it is a streamlined process. Having a 14-day turnaround time for something that goes all the way to Germany and back is pretty impressive. I it is say. pretty. It is amazing. <laughs> for And so um, if... Uh, that, that kind of thing is important as well if people are having any kind of um, 
lymphatic drainage as part of their treatment and those kinds of things because the measurements are exacting so um, and our bodies can change fairly quickly so it, there's there's good clinical reasons for that as well as you know we all like to get our hands on our goodies quickly so yeah absolutely and just on the whole our measurements can change quickly I just wanted to um, you know direct this comment to our listeners if I could go back in time when I was first diagnosed it would be so beneficial for me to have uh, gone to somebody to be able to measure me properly for garments not just to get made to measure flat knit garments but also to notice the progression of the impact that the garments are having on my stage two lipedema because even though I wasn't wearing the flat knit garments I was wearing uh, garments consistently and I noticed an incredible difference in my lipedema as I wore consistent compression and I can only imagine that having all of those measurements would have been a really wonderful thing to see that my measurements were in fact going down. So for those of you who have just been diagnosed and you, you don't know what to do, I encourage you to get properly measured um, and just notice that um, committing to compression wear can actually be a really beneficial thing for your life edema and you'll be able to see that noticeably in when you get remeasured over time yeah it's a great comment mm. yeah absolutely um, my compression has been such a big impact on mine like i haven't had any surgery i'm just doing um conservative management at the moment and wearing compression every day and getting monthly mld my legs have changed so much it is yeah and and i um resisted <laughs> compression for quite a long time like yeah I wasn't as dedicated as Tiana but yeah once I started and even just the daily holding everything together and feeling confident and strong because my body supported like that was that was massive for me too mm, yeah that's that's a that's a great comment I think that that's that speaks a lot to um the, the benefits of compression, that holding and feeling strong. I love that, actually. That's, um, that's, a, that's a really great description of it. Mm. I wanted to talk to you, um, Lisa, also about what happens post-surgery with um, compression garments. So we get a made-to-measure garment before surgery and then we get a, a whole bunch of our lipedema tissue removed and we probably able to wear that garment for a little bit longer because of our swelling and the swelling is no joke especially in the first 10 days then what happens after that so look different surgeons will have different protocols on, on um, compression uh, post-surgery or in and around surgery I guess so we're very much guided by um, by surgical requirements uh, but generally, speaking very generally, uh, we'll measure pre-surgery. That garment will um, uh, be used for however many weeks post-surgery. And Tiana, you'll be able to speak to what your experience has been through this. Uh, and then we'll re-measure and then have another garment after that. Um, so, uh, 
And we can sort of get away with that garment being used post-surgery, that pre-measure being used post-surgically because, yes, there is a little bit of swell, a little bit of swelling. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> um, yeah, and then and then we really need to re-measure after that, after the body has reshaped, yeah. Uh, sometimes there, there are different um, styles of garment that surgeons like to request um, uh, in and around the, the panty sort of section of, of the garment or the gusset section of the garment. Now, also another question, how long, if we're consistently wearing our garments, how long should our garments last? Uh, so, yes, washing, wearing and that um, caring for your garment is really important and it's, it's, um, I'm glad you've asked that question because um, there's a few things that uh, listeners can do to help that um, element of their looking after their garments. So firstly, it's important, I always say um, a liquid detergent, many actually offer, we have uh, a Medi wash that's available um, that cares for the fabric of your garment um, specifically. Um, it's really important not to pop it in the dryer. I actually in Queensland say to people, don't put it on the line to dry in our sun because it's so hot. <laughs> uh, so um, they are robust yet delicate fibres um, in in the weave of the garment. So it's good to look after them. Uh, so just like drying it flat on the, um, you know, a bench or hanging it in a closed area, those sorts of things is really good and you'll get the best life out of your garment. So they do need to be remeasured in six months. Uh, so... Look, you may well feel that your garment feels great and your, your, your stockings feel awesome after six months' time. But what we say is that the level of compression, we haven't talked in great detail about different compression classes or different compression levels, but the level of compression that your garment was fabricated with uh, say it's 20 to 30 millimetres of mercury or um, 23 to 36 millimetres of mercury, those sorts of things. There's many uh, different variations. Um, that is guaranteed for that six-month period. Um, after that, we can't be really sure that they're, they're providing the same level of compression that your body needs. So it's really good to get remeasured. Um yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, just uh, one comment uh, about the uh, the classes. So um, correct me if I'm wrong, but for lipedema specifically, we're looking at class two garments. Yeah. So um, and um, look, I think that's there's always the gold standard. So um, uh, and I often will say to people, look, this is this is my gold standard. This is um, the level of compression that is recommended for you. Um, and we would recommend you having it on uh, for 
many hours of the day, <laughs> as many hours of the day perhaps as you're able to tolerate. Yet we all live, we all have, have um, you know, busy lives and we understand that that's not perhaps always tolerable or able. So, uh, but yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and just you mentioned um, wearing them during the day for as long as you can tolerate. What What's the stance about wearing it at night time? Uh, so, yeah, again, I am an advocate for enabling people to, to do what they can uh, in terms of compression wearing. Um, lots of ladies or lots of people opt for a different type or style or comfort fit of compression of, a, of an evening, perhaps a wrap, um, perhaps a, a, a garment. But um, look, and then sometimes it's just too difficult to wear compression overnight. Um, yeah. Do you, do you ladies wear compression overnight time? Yeah. Chill. Only post op, um, but yeah. no, not not as a general rule. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I don't either. <laughs> so again, it might be that good gold standard. However, um, we understand that that's sometimes difficult. Yep, I look forward to um, taking it off at the end of the day, but not until I'm ready to put my jammies on. I keep it on as long as I can, <laughs> and when it's jammy time, it's like okay, they can come off now. Yeah, good work. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, so at Medi, we do offer um, a different style of compression called a called a compression wrap, uh, and sometimes people opt for those wraps of an evening or overnight because they find that they're a little bit more comfortable. Oh, that's a great option, mm -hmm. especially in this heat too. I know I've um, had some people say that they have started only wearing them at night time because, yeah, in the humidity of Queensland summers, it can be really tricky to, um, yeah, to wear your compression. Been a cracker this summer. <laughs> that's crazy. Mm. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for joining us us this evening it has been our pleasure educating everyone more on the importance of compression and the different types of compression thank you for having me i have taken great delight in listening to um your previous guests uh ladies and i i feel yeah such such an honor to be able to join you because um there have been many wonderful people who've shared their stories shared yeah um their life um and they've been courageous and awesome and so i just really appreciate the work you're doing uh so thank you thank you thank you for having me thank you lisa oh um, before we go where can mm. the lipedema community find you if they're interested uh, in getting done sure yeah Please. uh okay do we have uh notes uh from the show Yep, we'll have show notes. Yep. Sure, we'll show notes. So they can people can contact me on my email uh, at lisa at mediaustralia.com.au. Um, really happy to direct people from to to um, uh, people who might be able to help measure or just 
chat or clinicians or those sorts of things. Uh, Medi Australia website, of course, is a great spot for all sorts of learning and um, education as well. So, uh, yeah, mediaustralia.com.au. And, um, yeah, we'll pop some things in the show notes. We do have an offer available for listeners, actually. Uh, so for listeners, if you do um, go on to the Medi Australia uh, web shop uh, and use the uh, promotional code Lipo Lifestyle, uh, you will um, get a discount, which is awesome. Uh, and if you're interested in the made-to-measure garments that we've talked about uh, this evening um, and you find a clinician and set, mentioned that you've listened to this podcast and that you had um, that you've come to to get a garment through this podcast. Again, if you use the promotional code Lipo Lifestyle, uh, we will do a um, buy one garment, get the second garment half price. So it's always useful to have uh, one garment to wear and one garment to wash. It's actually almost essential. Uh, so um, we realize that and they're expensive. So we were, we were keen to um, support your community in that way. So it'll be a buy one, get one half price offer. That is an amazing not, offer. Thank you so if much. If our listeners aren't watching us on YouTube or Spotify video, um, Shelly and my faces just were so surprised because we didn't know that that, um, <laughs> that made-to-measure offer um, came about. So we are incredibly grateful because yeah, uh, we would love to support the community more to um, get the, the help that they need and consistent compression wear is definitely a step in the right direction. Sure. So would we. we we're, we're keen to support you as well. So, yeah, our pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so Amazing. much, Lisa. Pleasure. Bye. Thanks Good for your time. time. Thank you. When we started the Lipedema podcast, we relied on word of mouth and existing connections. Our following has happened organically and we are so honoured by your support. As we learn more about the world of social media and algorithms, we have a request. When you are listening to our podcast or watching on YouTube, let us know what you think. Hit follow or subscribe. Leave us a comment or write a review. The more engagement we get, the more our message is shared. And the greater our reach to those women suffering in silence. Thank you for listening to the Lipedema podcast. Lipedema and its symptoms vary from individual to individual. The opinions and advice voiced in this podcast are of a personal nature and used for educational purposes.
Please take away from this podcast what resonates with you and please see your GP or preferred specialist for diagnosis and healthcare. We are Shelley and Tiana from the Lipedema podcast. Until our next episode, bye for now.